Well, hello, everyone. This is Zach. We are going to be back with a new chapter on Friday, chapter 16, called Heathens, Hypocrites, Wizards, and Devils. These past couple weeks, though, I have been combing through all of the episodes to date and cobbling together a trailer for the podcast, the audio of which you'll hear right after this little announcement. But if you'd like to see the whole trailer, uh, you can find it at www.highandsilver.com slash trailer. I would love for you to have a look at it, and I would really, really appreciate if you'd consider popping it up on your Instagram, on your Facebook, or Twitter, or wherever it is that you post. Since we are committed to not having advertisers or sponsors or anything like that in these episodes, I'm really relying on uh, the patrons to provide some of the resources and all of you who listen to this podcast to uh, help spread the word about it. Oh, and big thanks to the one and only Josh Loftus for once again helping us out and lending me his golden vocal cords, which he keeps bivouacked beneath that giant beard. My thanks, and Mr. Sagacities as well. So please have a look at that. Uh, again, www.highandsilver.com trailer. I hope you like it, and if you'd be willing to share it, I would be very appreciative. So come back again next week for a devilish prank, which even though Bunyan calls it a devilish prank, it's it's less of a prank and more of a, uh, how do you say, murder? Uh, and also the return of one Mr. Byends and Mr. Moneylove uh, on the Pilgrim Road, where they will meet our heroes, Christian and Hopeful. And I am hopeful that you'll get a kick out of the trailer and share it in your circles. When we come back, we're going to take it all the way to the end of part one, Christian making it all the way to the Celestial City. In the meantime, stay on the narrow road. Since it was first published in 1678, John Bunyan's timeless tale, The Pilgrim's Progress, has never been out of print. It is the second best-selling work of fiction of all time. Over the years, it has been censored, simplified, modernized, boiled down to movie length, and shortened for the stage. Now, this timeless tale is being adapted as a narrative fiction podcast by critically acclaimed author Zachary Bartles, complete with cinematic music and sound effects, leaving nothing out. There's an old saying in the City of Destruction. It's all about the journey, not the destination. I have it on the highest of authorities that this city of ours will be destroyed by burning sulfur raining down from the heavens. And when that happens, we will, all of us, die. There's no judgment coming, he called out the window as the coach pulled away. Reaching tenuously for the next hand grip, he felt the shift in his own weight, just as his burden swung in the other direction, and he knew he was going to fall. Faithful drew back, the breath sucked from his lungs. While he'd been focused on the abandoned weapon, the bones had begun to quiver and rattle. Then they were sliding along the sandy soil, making a hideous clacking sound as joints came back together, spines reattaching to skulls. Spices from the east. Two blocks down, Faithful found the entire roadway blocked by a frothing mass of hooligans who had a man cornered against the cobbler's shop like a pack of hounds around a mink. As he drew closer, Faithful... Who are you? He demanded. And what do you want? I am here for your house, the old man said. I am not here to buy it, but to burn it to the ground. 
One of them spotted Christian as he shrunk back, fixed its eyes upon the frightened pilgrim, and roared, so deep and loud that he felt it reverberating in his bones. Faithful raised the gun, pointing the muzzle six inches from the man's face. I'm going to count to three. Revelry slipped into the shop and pushed the door shut, bracing it with his back. Everyone is going crazy. They're all saying that our city will, in a short time, be burned to the ground with fire from heaven. Casting her eyes at Faithful with a smoldering desire. I've been waiting for you, Faithful. You, you have? Faithful took a few staggering steps toward her before his knees locked up. The two dark figures stood in unison and turned to face Mr. Greatheart. Their skin was a pale gray. Their pupilless eyes hung heavy, sagging like a dead man's, and their hands were obscenely long and gnarled. One of them said, Thunder began to rumble in from the east, and flashes of lightning all but blinded me. In each new flash, I saw new terrors. Four men on horses, riding over the land, bringing with them plague and war and famine. The angel of death, emptying vials of pestilence all over the land. A breeze began to blow, from where he could not tell, picking up more and more, blowing against Faithful's face and through his hair and filling the valley, whirling about. All at once, every dead man took a sudden gasping breath and stood. He sputtered frantically, trying to steal a breath, but instead tasting the filth and muck as it filled his mouth. He spit it out just as the creature beneath the surface began to tighten around him. I know, and I forgive you. Be cleansed now of all your unrighteousness. Pulling the sash from his own robe, the Lord dipped it into the water and washed Faithful's wounds. No sooner had he disappeared from sight than a horse and rider came thundering up the road from the south, wearing the colors of a royal messenger. Mr. Greatheart, I presume. None other. This is for you. He extended a document, sealed with it. Who are you to reject me, you foul, wicked man? You will not deny your carnality. You cannot stand for long in the face of temptation. He circled around to the courthouse, dark and empty, and using his key slipped in the front door. By feel and memory, he made his way to the storeroom beside the judge's chambers and let himself in. A few fireworks exploded outside, and by their light, the big guard was rising now, shaking his head violently, hand moving toward his sword, but Greatheart was faster, drawing his own blade and holding it a few inches shy of the guard's throat. Uh-uh-uh. Beelzebub followed him out, flustered and blustering. Come back here, you filthy, homeless wretch. I'm not done with you. The Prince of Princes came to a stop. He could feel the creatures closing back in on him, the goblins and demons circling above like vultures. He would not reach the Celestial City. That much was clear. As quickly as he went down, the valiant warrior rose, spun, and with a single blow removed the man's head from his body. Turning again to face his foes, he, saw he grabbed the nearest table and threw it on its side, as if it weighed nothing, spilling documents and golden amulets. Then he overturned another, and another. The traitors and traffickers made to intervene, but all stopped short and thought better of it, first backing away, then turning tail to run. And then it happened. He did not see the Lord with his bodily eyes, but with the eyes of faith, of understanding, the eyes of his soul. The massive wings shot open again with a concussive thwomp that almost knocked Christian onto his back. 
I am an enemy of this prince. I hate his person, his laws, and his people, and I am more than enough to keep you from going further along the way. Now, prepare to die, for I swear by my own fiery throne that I will spill your soul. And with that, he lit a javelin with a blue flame from out of his mouth and hurled it at Christian, who brought up his shield just in time to glance the projectile off into the woods beyond. Christian drew his sword and pounded his fist against his breastplate. I will withstand you, he cried out. A wave of burning darts lit up. Christian broke the silence. Yeah, so you were saying someone showed up at your door and prompted you to set out? Oh, right. Um, you know, it's a long and strange story. Well, it's a long and strange road. Hi and Silver and Gut Check Media presents The Pilgrim's Progress. From this world to that which is to come. John Bunyan's timeless Christian allegory as told by Zachary Bartles. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, and Silver. Good. Jack.